Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. My name is Promise, and we are so glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for being our Lord, Lord, and providing for our every needs, Lord, and showing us and allowing us to become more like you, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for showing us the areas that need to be strengthened, Lord, so that we may strengthen them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. 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 Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are so glad to have you with us and to get into the Word and continue our study of the book of Hebrews with you. We are still in chapter 5, and we will be covering verses 1 through 11 again in this episode. So whether you're joining us for the first time or rejoining us, we want to encourage you to hit pause and to take the time and opportunity to read that section of Scripture and make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And at this time, the floor is open to give everyone the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to them and ask any questions that they have. So who would like to begin? I would. All right, promise. Well, the Lord brought me to verse 8. Verse 8, and it says, Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him, called by God as a high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek. As we can see here, and as we've been discussing over the past few episodes, talking about how the Lord went through everything was found perfect, and how because he was found perfect, the Lord is able to Tell us what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. And which brings me to the point of how because the Lord already went through this, we shouldn't be trying to go through go through a trial and error life, as in we're more so trying to base our life on the mistakes we've made instead of actually allowing the Lord to teach us. Mm-hmm. We should be open and willing for the Lord to teach us and which will bring me to Isaiah 1, 9, where it says, If you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Amen. Amen. And Amen. let me finish flipping there. There's uh, another thing. Uh, one second. <laughs> Something else the Lord wants you to talk about. Yes. Okay. And it says. What verse, any? Oh, verse 9. Okay. Sorry, 19. My okay. bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and then going to verse 20. But if you refuse and rebel, he shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we mistake as in when the Lord comes on the earth that we have to learn from our own mistakes. While there is an element of that, the Lord is expecting us to be wise. But why try to go over the... Why try to relive what Jesus has already accomplished in that if God has already given us a clear path, why are we trying to pave our own? Amen. Amen. Amen to that. Yes. 
mm-hmm. it would make no sense. And also finally, what is said inside of John about how Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Um, learning by trial and error has consequences. Because error means sin. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So to sin to miss the mark. Yes. Exactly. I mean, you can just sum it up as sin if keep it in simple terms. It may not be a sin unto death. Then again, it might be a sin that leads to death, right? That you made a, a trial and the mistake that you made was a sin leading unto death. And it may not be. But still, why do you need to bump into sin to go, oh, God, you were right? Right, just to come back to that very point, God, you're right. And then go, God, dig me out of this hole. Why not just start with God, you're right from the beginning and let him walk you through it. And you may, um, as we're humans, we all fall short of the glory of God. But that's a far cry different than starting out going, shh, shh, I'll do it my way, God, first. And if that doesn't work out, I'll I'll ask you. Or determining that you're going to sin as much as you can first and then go, here I am now, Lord take me as I am, you know, fix me up. And it, God still loves you and he, he wants you, but why does he have to get the leftovers? So, so the error in short, right, to mm-hmm. error is, it is less than perfection. Mm-hmm. But yes, it speaks to sin, but the Lord also says, depending on your translation, be holy for I am holy or be mm-hmm. perfect for I am perfect, right? And we're to be like our master, like our God, perfect, holy not a spot wrinkle or blemish and that's ultimately what the the error or less than perfection is Mm -hmm. so the only way to walk as our lord walked is to be so in tune so in step with his leading through holy spirit in your life that well and and willing and obedient to do that that's the only way to avoid any error Mm mm-hmm but that has to be a desire of your heart mm-hmm. and not because you just want to be perfect, but because you love the Lord mm-hmm. and want to demonstrate that towards him. I want to honor him. Amen. Amen. Oh. And sorry. And as we were talking about, the Lord was reminding me about how that we should be obedient to the Lord inside of everything. Mom, as you talked about, if we error, that means sin. And then, a reference to James, James talking about how when sin reaches fullness, it produces death. And the Lord wants what wanted me to remind everybody about Ephesians five one and also Romans fourteen nine, mm-hmm. where Ephesians five one says, "Therefore be imitators of God as dear children." Mm-hmm. And I believe it's Romans fourteen nine where it says, "Those." Those, this me paraphrasing, those who listen to God are the sons of God. Those who are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Oh, Amen. thank you, Dad. You're welcome. The same should apply for us. Especially, I know this inside my own life. I would think of the Lord as an abstract thing and go, Well, Lord, I already know you did this, but this is me we're talking about. But <laughs> as in, I'm the one being tempted in the moment and the Lord can't help me. But because the Lord knows everything and can tell us, because he knows everything from the beginning of the world, he can tell us what's going to happen by which decision. And we should not be relying on the Lord going, this is going to happen and pulling out every effect, sorry, yes, effect of our cause of what we're doing. But we should be in tune and obedience to what the Lord's telling us. 
Shouse. Promise your scripture was Romans eight fourteen. Yes. Thank you. I was about to bring that up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> not not You're fourteen. Welcome. What'd you say? Eight or nine? Nine. Yes. Nine talks about for this end Christ died and rose and lived again, that he might be both Lord of both the dead and the living. But that's clearly not what you were talking about. You were talking about being led by the Spirit? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that is Romans eight fourteen. Oh. Well then. Thank, thank you, you both. Thank you both. And I'm not sure where this scripture is, but it talks about how we should be in order that we are an order a kingdom of kings and priests, mm-hmm. and how we should be patterning our life after Jesus, and that Jesus was obedient to the Father, and so should we. Mm-hmm. He was willingly obedient to the Father, not grudgingly obedient, not unwillingly obedient. So absolutely, we should imitate him. As a dear child. And, and the Lord also reminded me of how, with the, in a reference to Romans 8, 14 about, sorry, Ephesians 5, 1, talking about being a children, the children of the Lord, how a relationship goes with there. The Lord shows us what to do, that's the Lord to us, and then we give it back to the Father by being obedient and willingly giving ourselves to the lord that way it's not a one-way relationship and that's how the lord expects us to engage with him with the lord that is charles thank you promise the lord was um speaking to me about something similar to what you're sharing but what we also see here is that when he says and having been perfected he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him and the Lord's remind me of this is not referring to when he was died when he died on the cross. As we saw, he was already the author of salvation long beforehand, as we know that Abraham's bosom would not have existed if Jesus wasn't there. But mm-hmm. the Lord was reminding me here was that there was still a demonstration of it. He was already perfected beforehand, as we know um we know that you cannot be without you cannot be without sin and still be not be perfect and the side of our minds that equates the same thing being perfect at least to my mind naturally perfect is the same as you don't make any mistakes and we see here that christ never made a mistake regardless of what age he was he wasn't sinning when he was five nor when he was 30 he didn't sin at all but we have to understand here and this goes back to how we live our lives while the lord does understand what our choice is going to be we still have the obligation to make the correct choice it's kind of like inside of a math test and i know the right answer but i don't click it or i don't write it in it does me no good even though i know what the true right answer is if i don't put it in inside the test i won't receive credit for it it's Mm going to be marked incorrect Mm -hmm. yes And how when we understand that, that the Lord is looking for us to be obedient, yes, and willing, but the obedience requires that we go and do work. What the example of Philip when he was told to go inside the desert way inside of um, Acts 8, I believe. Mm -hmm. If he said, yes, Lord, and he sat down and stared around and stared. And ate his lunch and (laughs) took a nap. And (laughs) And he did none of those things. He may have been willing and he may have been able to go and do it, but he didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's what the difference between it as well the high priest beforehand were able to do certain tasks that the lord told him to do but jesus was able to do all things and he was doing it obediently mm-hmm. 
as we see in going back to where it says they had a weakness, Mm -hmm. uh, meaning that they were flesh and they were flawed Mm -hmm. inside of it. But Jesus was perfect in all that, and he was always willingly obedient. It wasn't a time where he said, oh, no, Lord, I prefer to eat some potato chips and sit here and watch a movie. Mm -hmm. That's not what his lifestyle was. His lifestyle was, okay, Lord, I hear you, and I'm going to go and do as you told me to go and do. And what we see here, and this is going back to how he relates this to Melchizedek, um, we see inside of Genesis 17 that we, it doesn't clearly state this, but we know he was sent to go meet Abram, mm-hmm. who was mm-hmm. Abraham, who was Abram at that point. And he was told to go and do so. And how that's very profound because we see multiple times, like in the example of Abraham, again, when you told he was going to have Isaac, he had to be obedient the whole step. He couldn't stop being obedient halfway through it. Mm-hmm. He had to complete the whole process, Amen. which is what Jesus had to do as well. And that's why he is a faithful high priest. He didn't just put the incense on the altar and leave it as that. He did the entire step and the entire process that was needed for everything to be completed inside of all the earth. Amen. Amen. Perfect in every sense of the word. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then this would, um, I would like to go inside of verse 11, which kind of seems a bit out of place here, where it says, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. And what the Lord will show me with this is that this refers to something that we all as humans have to do. It's not just meaning that you're not, uh, this doesn't mean that you're not living for God, but there comes a time where, as dad says, you need to clean your ears out. And you need to be able to hear the Lord. And that's how the Lord reminded me. There may be times when I'm so, when the Lord tells me to do something, and I become focused on doing that one task that he told me to do beforehand. And I don't hear him when he tells me to do something different. Because they say, no, Lord, you told me this. And I go on doing what I did mm-hmm. and doing what I was trying to do and following the Lord. But that's not right. Meaning that we have to be listening and step for everything that the Lord told and tells us to do. Mm-hmm. in the life of jesus he didn't say shush lord i'm working a miracle here that's mm-hmm. not how he acted and he said no lord i'm doing what you told me to do in heaven i got this from this point on mm-hmm. he was in step with the holy spirit the whole process and during the whole time mm-hmm. and that's something very important that i know in my own life when i hear that it tends to make me think oh no i'm doing what the lord told me to do and mm-hmm. it caused me to put my shields up but what the Lord was showing me is that we should all be taking the time and the opportunity to make sure that we're accurately hearing the Lord. We see inside of examples inside of John, I believe, mm-hmm. after he got finished talking about how he was the bread of life, it said Jesus went on a mountain to go praying. That's right. That's right. Ahead. I was just going to say that. Go ahead. Go ahead. And how when he went to go do that, he was listening and making sure he was accurately hearing the Lord. And that was Jesus, who we know was perfect. And who was God and knew how to listen to the extent of which we cannot understand. Mm-hmm. And if he had to do so, do that, then we have to do it so much more in our own lives. And there are times I know in my own life where I have not necessarily been willing to do it. Mm-hmm. I may be obedient to a certain extent and willing to a certain extent, but no further. Mm-hmm. So this is what the Lord says in Matthew six thirty four. It says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient is the day. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So daily he got instruction and insight for the, the day. 
He didn't try to go off of old information, which is kind of what you're referring to. Like, Lord, you told me to do this. You know, I thought we were still on this thing. And God's <laughs> like, uh, no, I actually just wanted you to start it. But you made this whole picture in your mind. It was good enough to get you started. But now I want you to add this to it. Or I want you to keep doing this thing or change course over here because he's guiding you. He's leading you. And the Lord taking the time in the morning to get the instructions for the day he was doing the very same thing that he told them in Matthew 6, 34. It wasn't just saying, oh, it's okay. It'll be all right. It's all going to eventually work out. That's not what he was saying. He was saying God has given specific provision to get you through this day, to help you walk in his will and in his presence and align with his will, get the instructions for the day, live in the day and in the present moment with God. And then he'll give you what you need for tomorrow. When tomorrow comes, he'll give you what you need for tomorrow. Yes. yes. But that's instruction as well, because most of the worry comes in when what? We try to plan things out ahead of time. Usually when we don't know what to do. So in short, you have excluded the Lord mm -hmm. from wait, being God in your life, from having a say, from leading and directing you. That was the exact scripture that you brought up, right, Promise? Those that are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. Mm -hmm. So yes. so then we have to examine our sonship or right our, our place and position as... Mm -hmm a son and daughter of the Most High God, and a joint heir with Christ. Because the Lord, as the pattern example, was obedient to perfection. Mm -hmm. Right? So, yes. So, But we're also to be like our master. Jesus did everything like his heavenly father, right? Whether it was to say something or do something, or even when and where to go, it was only as the Father commanded. So are we allowing that in our life? Are we allowing the Lord to have that, I'll say, that type of free reign in our life? And are we willing and obedient to his leading? Mm -hmm. Or, uh, well, are we resisting? Are we, are we rebelling? Or are we just straight outright not even allowing him to have the opportunity to speak and say what we are to say and do? Mm -hmm. Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6 say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Amen. There's another scripture that says, Bring your plans before the Lord. It's not that we can't utilize, well, we have the mind of Christ. And it's not that we can't utilize the ideas that he's given us. But let's run it by him first. Let's give him the final say. It's his plan that we're supposed to be executing. Mm -hmm. So ensuring that he has say. And then our role is to, well, if you will, modify that idea. Bring it into divine order and alignment with him and his plan, his will, his covenant. And the plans and purposes that he has on the destiny track for you and your life. Yes. Yes. That's a that's significant in the life of every believer. And I can't say how many are doing it, nor can anyone except the Lord. Mm -hmm. But I can be responsible and hold myself accountable to ensure that I'm doing it in my life and you for your life and you for your life. Yes, Dan. Yes. So are we doing it or are we unwilling and if we're unwilling, then that means we are unbelieving. We are lacking faith. Right? 
Yes. Yes. Well, the faithless don't make it in. The Lord said, when I return, will I find faith upon the earth? Will I find people that believe in me and not just are willing and say they believe, but their heart is towards me? And will they be doing what I have commanded them to do, essentially? Paraphrasing from a few different places. But just so we understand the point. Because one denotes that he's our God and we're his people, his servants, his children. And one says, and the opposite says, those that aren't are in opposition to him. Which side are you on? Are we being obedient in every area of our every area and aspect of our life to the Lord's leading, the Lord God Almighty, which brings us to perfection in him? Amen. And there's a lot in there. So we're gonna we're gonna pause, we're gonna allow everyone to look at the scriptures, to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you on that as you meditate on the word and go about your day. But with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, the Charles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that we have a good high priest, Lord, and that his name is Jesus, Lord, and that he's always watching for us, Lord, and is always guiding us in what to do, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that he is the pattern example for us to live our lives, Lord, that we should be striving to be like him, Lord, more and more each and every day, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for your grace and your love that you show, show to, towards us at each and every day, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.